0: Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Landerlich. With me today is Stace Babcock.
1: I am with you today, Daniel.
0: Samson Davis.
2: The headspace I'm in right now is indescribable. (laughs) Marietta Jones.
3: Um, Full disclosure, I have an ear infection right now, and I did for the last one, so I'm not hearing super great, and I'm a little out of it, so... If Atali seems a little OOC, that's my little asterisk. Oh. I just feel like the world's moving a little bit. It's kind of like, woo. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The world is moving.
0: It's not just the Colorado lifestyle?
3: It could just be Colorado in general. I think an ear infection plus like 5,400 feet or whatever is sufficient.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 that would do it.
4: It's a -a Tilt-A-Whirl, my favorite ride.
0: (laughs) And Alex Finn.
4: So we've just learned that whatever Dan can do to us in this game is nothing compared to the horrors that human life can visit upon you.
3: Or just 2020 in general. I think Daniel's like, wow, this is like such great fodder for my future. Like a campaign planning is just, oh, 2020, thanks so much for the inspiration.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I have to do is look at the news. I don't even have to read parable the sower. <laughs> Who remembers what happened last time? And I think... Eh, Marietta's got an ear infection, so I'm going to be nice Aww. to her.
2: Um, I'm going to pick on Samson. On me, last episode, we began by just sipping on whiskey with Mama Jay, as she, well, as Atalia uh, um, scanned the uh, plate that Nyx has, the BTS Antiquity China plate.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that she got from her mom, who got it from her aunt, all that. So when Natalia scans the plate, she gets sent to, like, some misty place that I've been calling the Dead Marshes, because, well, there are dead bodies beneath the fog. That
3: was what you made it sound like.
2: Because you're a Tolkien nerd. You guys are, are two Tolkien weebs.
3: <gasps> do you guys know that I have a Tolkien tattoo?
2: <laughs> I do now. Stace, you just made a face like you just got something.
1: His story I can't tell. Oh, you can text it to me.
2: Anyway, Natalia got sent to the Dead Marshes. And she was getting a recursion error. Mm-hmm.
3: I mentioned that to you guys. That's going to be canon now.
2: <laughs> yes, recursion error. So while she's there, uh, the dead start moving beneath the fog, and they get a little handsy. And then behind her, some lady says, this gate isn't open to you. And she feels like a hand on her shoulder gets turned around. She sees like this like older woman with very nice boots and a nose that looks a bit like Nyx's. And... That she sent back.
4: Toxic gatekeeping, either been in and death.
2: Yeah,
0: man. For a second, I thought you didn't say boots, and I was very
4: upset. <laughs> that she had nice boobs?
0: I was like, She's great, kids, guys. Yeah, I was
2: like, I did not, I did not <laughs> say that at all. <laughs> what are you doing? She's got a nice wrap of shoes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> talk a little bit, and then this is going to be hard to reiterate. We collectively decide that we are cool with Chacha going on a drug fuel vision quest because it opens her mind to more of the beyond that she can see beyond of mm-hmm. while she is in her uh vision quest. She sees like this energy reaching out from the plate towards Nyx, but as it gets closer, like recoils, she also sees like not exactly the same horrors, but something very much akin to them, are, like, reaching into, like, Mama J's, like, safe house, but then they, like, see Mama J, and they're just like, you know what? I'm out. Sorry. Sorry to bug you. And they disappear.
3: (laughs) I also have that reaction.
2: And then she also sees uh, a face on the surface of the plate that looks a little like Nick's in the nose.
4: Oh, and Buddy Cop's cousin being an elitist prick.
2: Yes. Yes. That happened as well. During all this, I think we agree that this was like a three-hour thing. We're tentatively planning to go talk to Dr. Oz and ask her what's up, <laughs> what's happening. I'm
4: sorry. Every time I hear that, I think of the trashy TV show, Dr. Oz.
2: <laughs> We're going to go out Dr. Oz as a fake.
0: She's totally going to have like a, like a fake colon for you guys to look I at. I still
4: so. can't believe how
3: hard Stace pushes that Dr. Oz is like totally legitimate and fine. Mix is very confident.
4: <laughs> She's got that confident outlook. Mm-hmm.
0: I need to canonically decide whether Dr. Oz is spelled like the way we think of Dr. Oz or if it's some fucked up... <laughs> I mean,
4: I've
3: been writing O-Z, so... A-U-X-X. It's Doc Teraz.
0: <laughs> ah, uh, I like that. I like that. Okay. That's canon listeners, in case any of you want to start a wiki or something like that. Not that I would say you need to do that, but...
3: Oh my gosh. That's when we know that we've, like, gone beyond making it is when there's an export wanted
1: wiki. Yeah, but then we have to start worrying about continuity ah fuck continuity
2: everyone has to take notes then that's what our listeners are for Mm-mm. yeah it'd be a shame if anybody else besides me had to worry about continuity
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> all i know is Chacha has infinite drugs and infinite pew pew darts
2: mm-hmm. anyway so next up what happened next samson
4: deli's like i want to see that plate yo.
2: Yeah, basically. But then um, Mama Jay also kind of talks a bit about Dr. Oz and her involvement with uh, the Crown and politics. And apparently 300 shins a month is pretty cheap for Dr. Oz. So something is definitely up and Nick should take should go fucking look. Oh, oh, wait, there was also mentioned Dr. Oz, like is likely siphoning off like the energy from uh, Nick's mom, like this teleportation juice. And she's we don't know, but poss- possibly using it for something.
4: For nefarious purposes.
2: Maybe. Or maybe not. We don't know.
4: Definitely nefarious purposes. Or maybe she's selling it as a, you know, snake oil cure all. Have this teleportation juice. It'll cure what ails it you,
0: yeah. it'll teleport away your disease. She's selling it to bodybuilders like breast milk.
4: Comes in pineapple
3: and strawberry.
0: <laughs> oh. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> well, not sorry, but sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs>
3: She's not okay. Is there a problem? What's
4: the problem? <laughs> What's
2: the problem?
0: She's drowning. <laughs> I think I broke Alex with the, uh, selling
2: bodybuilder's breast milk <laughs> um, <And> then
4: Marietta <laughs> says it comes in flavors like strawberry and pineapple <laughs> and the implication of <laughs> flavored breast milk. <laughs> and I just took a swig of water and it's just the fight to not get it through my nose. <laughs> or vomit. We're so just here for your weekly entertainment. <gasps> Are there rails anywhere around here? We
1: should find no. them. <laughs> no. Get back on <laughs> <No>. them. <laughs> no.
2: okay. While they're talking about this, uh, Dilly perks up at some mention of iotum and goes to use his new ability, iotum scan, and also gets sent to the dead marshes. Things start hissing at him beneath the fog, and then he has a little conversation with this mysterious woman. And he learns that this teleportation sickness is a gift. It is the ultimate freedom. And then she says some cryptic shit. Dilly sees uh, not Nick's old Nick's old probably we. It's probably her aunt. Honestly, turn into a lamprey right before he gets sent back. That's where the uh episode ended. Aunt Tolly. Aunt Tolly. Okay, so you guys are
0: in Mama Jaren's house and. You have, Dilly, you have just snapped out of this vision you are now with everybody else. You had both, you'd very clearly beforehand told everybody you wanted to look at the plate. Mama Darren motioned you towards it and you did this and we are back. What happens now?
2: Holy shit, you guys. Whoa. How was that? What the fuck? Nyx, what the fuck is up with this plate?
1: I don't know, Dilly. It gave me a seizure.
3: She doesn't know. What happened to you?
2: I, I got sent to, like, this place with fog, and there was, like, hissing underneath it, and then... And there were dead bodies? I didn't see them. I didn't have the means of moving the mist away, and honestly, didn't really want to move the mist away. But this lady came up to talk to me, and Dilly, having specifically memorized her face, produces an image of this lady.
3: Yeah, that was the lady! Mm-hmm.
2: Nix is uh, this uh, familiar to you? at all?
0: For you don't remember what your aunt looks like so yeah
1: oh it's just her face yeah no i uh i don't think i've ever seen her before dilly that is the plate lady she's got your nose well tell her to give it back no i'm
2: just kidding um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be a next
2: response though well this lady he dismisses the image uh she also said that this teleportation sickness is a gift it's the ultimate freedom
3: did she tell you you weren't supposed to be there, too? Yes,
2: she did say that this gate is also not open to me. Whatever the oh. hell that means.
3: Well, I don't know why we got teleported, and then it was like, myrrh when, you know, uh, Nix touched it. Well, um... You know what I mean? I did it a doesn't thing like that
2: I her,
4: did. I told you. Yeah, I know, but why doesn't it like her? Like, shouldn't it like her? No, the snake is wrong.
0: Is Italia's interpretation of a seizure myrrh? <laughs> Is that what it is?
4: <laughs> okay, a seizure,
3: excuse me. When the plate gave Nix a seizure, instead of teleporting her to this gate that might be open to her but was not open to us.
1: Pathfinder Jen suggested that, like, my mom's sickness was a gift.
3: Hey, what's with the door thing? That was a door situation, wasn't it? Yeah, are you ever going to tell us about this door? Can that be a thing, finally? Or is there, like, some other hoops we need to jump through? Or, like, what?
2: What are you talking about, Italian?
3: Like the this gate wasn't open to us, isn't that a door? I don't know. Oh. I just feel like that everything's connected somehow.
2: Are you talking to Mama J or Nyx? Both.
3: Isn't Mama Jaren still here? I, I said know who Sorry, I sorry. I didn't know That, that if there was, was, was to a both time. uh both Nyx and Mama Jaren, since I presume Mama Jaren is like right fucking here.
1: Atali's associating the gate with the door and wants to find out if they're the same thing, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yes. I think she's also just like, P.S., are you going to ever fucking tell us about this door thing? Not knowing about the damn doors, almost gotten us killed twice.
0: So Mama Jaren looks at Italian and says, if I answer your question, that is going to change the nature of our relationship quite significantly. Are you sure? Do you want me to answer that question? Because that's going to mean something different than just being a contractor.
4: Um, oh man, that's not the ex- response I expected. Don't worry, Italia. Once we find the door, I'm going to open it and everything will be clear. It's fine.
0: You may not want to do that, but Italia's asked the question. I'm sure you've heard it before, based off of what Italia said earlier. If you want to know the answer, that's going to require a change in our relationship.
3: I guess it depends on if we have the same values, you know?
0: So that's the discussion we're having now?
3: I mean... I didn't want to be a part of the Handlers pretty hard, you know, but I don't really know what all of this is about, ultimately, before committing myself to something I would like to know that, I feel.
0: So, you've mentioned it before, so why don't you all tell me what you already know, or think you know, about the Guardians of Night's Hope.
1: All right. So you guys protect humans and humanoid kind from whatever is on the other side of the door. That's what I think.
0: It's pretty close. It's partly what's on the other side of the door. It's also the things that are inevitably coming. Does everybody want to hear this? If anybody wants to remain a contractor and remain completely ignorant of anything else that's going on, if you want to have the ability to walk away as a private contractor With no issues whatsoever, now is your moment to step out of this house. Understand that while there are choices to be made, there are some things we can't turn back if we go forward in this conversation.
3: I just feel like I really want to know, even if there are consequences. I'm tired of being in the dark, and I feel like you probably also know more about my family than you've told me so far.
0: I know the stones quite well, yes.
3: I think I need those answers if I'm ever going to move forward. I can't go back. That's
2: for sure. Fair enough. Dilly? Yep. You look
0: particularly pensive.
2: All right. Listener, just to give you an inside look in Dilly's head right now, he still thinks he's going to go back to his old life. And I think now with this decision, he's not sure if that's ever going to happen. So now it's like, that's the thing. That's what he's struggling with. Can I go last while I think about this? Mama Jaren kind of looks at you and says,
0: Okay, take your time. Cha-cha?
4: This might be a conflict of interest for me, because I'm not sure how I'm changing the world yet. So maybe I should go check on the corpses of my former friends.
0: Mm. That's fair. If you want to go do that in advance, that's fine. This conversation doesn't have to happen now. just has to happen when you want the answer to the question that Italia has posed. Yeah,
4: I think I'm going to take a rain check. Because buddy cop and not buddy cop are giving me conflicting answers, and that's something I need to think on. And who who I am as a person and the horrors that raised me. And if I'm a person. That's fair. Am I a person? You're a person.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a choice you have to make on your own cha-cha. I can tell you that I have known others like you, but other than that, it is... I'm not going to try to influence you one way or the other. Your choice. Hmm. Take your time, Nick's.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I have some questions related to like the exact change of the nature of our relationship. Um, would uh, first, would I have to like stop being a traveler or not?
0: No, I, I would hope. Oh,
1: okay. No, that's cool. Um, let's see.
0: I don't think, I, from what I know of the Travelers, I don't believe anything that we'd ask you, anything with our order would in any way deliberately, directly conflict with the tenants. Whether or not they conflict with the interpretation that the society has of its tenants versus what the tenants mean is another story altogether, but that's probably true even among members of your order.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, like... Sometimes other travelers like to argue it's not, like, that unusual, Mama J. It's,
0: that's fine. I guess the one thing I would suggest is, and on this I don't know about your internal orders workings, is that to change our relationship is also to commit to secrecy and protection of our order. If that is going to be a conflict, then that is something you should consider.
1: Oh, uh, well, I mean, I can, like, keep a secret, Mama J.,
0: and if Pathfinder Jen asks you?
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's like one of the tenets, you know? When we give our word, like, that's all I'd have to tell her is, like, I gave my word. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, I, from what I'm hearing, Dilly, do you need more time as well? I know Cha-Cha needs.
2: Um, so, while the others are talking, Dilly has pulled out his notebook, and he's paging through. He's looking at the page that he was writing in an hour or two ago, and he closes the book, and he's shaking a little bit. And he says, I, I'll i hear it. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Do you all besides Cha-Cha
0: want to hear it now, or do you want to wait until Cha-Cha has had a chance to check on her friends? It's your choice. If you hear it now, Cha-Cha has to leave for a while.
1: Can't you just, like, look at your fire and see her friends? Amoje, like, isn't that something you do? Well, aren't they?
0: She turns to you and gives you a half grin. And she says, it's very good mix. Let me see. And she looks at the fire for a moment. It says, "Karfa and Donovan are both alive. They're badly beaten. Donovan lost a few of his men, but he's replaced them with new ones. They're alive and healthy, but you don't have to take my word on that. You're welcome to go to the Queen's platoon and Check it out yourself. They've managed to conduct some repairs there since the incident.
4: Who's Donovan? Lone Shark sure, Guy, isn't he? But we never found out his name.
0: Oh, yes. I mean, he he does do a lot of, you know, questionable loans and enforcement down at the Queen's Fatoon. But yeah, Donovan. Everybody knows his name.
4: <laughs> I think Judge is going to kind of look at her like, eh? Like, Lone Shark Guy isn't his Christian name? Whoa? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's a callback to yeah. Nix's session zero, where he said everybody
1: knows me. <laughs> and, and where he wouldn't tell wouldn't tell Nix's name either. What do you want, ChaCha?
0: You're welcome to check on them, but it's up to you guys whether or not you want this information together, or Cha-Cha, if you think you want to go check on them separately, that's fine. And Cha-Cha, it, much as it might sadden me, if you think that by checking on that information you might make a different choice... I wish you the best, but I think if you have a different choice, then our relationship has to end here, but hopefully on a positive note. Mm.
3: Can I insight Mama Jaren to see if she is deceiving us here in any way, or is she
0: like... Sure, sure. That's a 42. It's an 18.
3: I am trained in detecting falsehoods, and... So that's a 15. I am going to spend two levels of effort
0: mm-hmm. okay so that brings it down to a nine okay
3: that's an natural one but i'm not spending an xp on it <laughs> yes.
0: wow.
1: i'm spending an xp on it
3: <gasps> okay fine i will spend an xp sorry <laughs> that was yelling i will spend an xp i just want everyone to know every listener to know that I had four XP exactly, which in the Cypher system means that I could have done one of the steps to tear up. Would have been yeah, very we'll
1: beneficial just take Anyways, my XP No. <laughs> I have six.
2: Atali, accept Nick's help.
3: Okay. Thank you, Nick. That's very thoughtful.
1: Nyx ain't doing shit. This is Stace.
3: Do I have to spend effort again? Or is it like the same level?
0: No. It's wherever you left it when you rolled the dice. So you've already got your effort. Okay.
3: I rolled a 17. Okay. I was just worried because I thought it would be eighteen again. I was like, "That's dumb."
0: <laughs> yeah, Mama Jaren is being very sincere at this moment. You feel like, like she, this is like in You get the feeling from Mama Jaron. This is an important moment, an important decision, and she is very deliberately not trying to mislead you or manipulate you in this moment. She is trying to offer you quite clearly what your choices are.
3: Well, how about this? If we keep your secrets, are we allowed to say no?
0: You're allowed to say no, as long as you keep the secrets. But once you enter this, it's no longer just a contractor relationship. There's assumptions made here. So if you don't keep the secrets, assume that's a violation.
3: Okay. I just feel like you have to be able to say no, I guess. That makes sense. That's fair. Anyway. Yeah, I, I really want
0: to hear it, though. Okay. Cha-Cha, did you want to go check on your friends?
4: Yeah. I'm better being a contractor for now because, again, conflict of interest. Okay. I'd have to go against family, maybe. I have to think about that.
0: That's fair. I will ask you then to leave at this point, Cha-Cha. If you want, um, your friends can meet you at the Queen's Spittoon.
4: That sounds good.
0: Okay. So, Cha-Cha, you leave there, and you get to the Queen's platoon, and you come in, and Karfa's still in the corner. I mean, this place is mostly taken care of. There are new, some new tables in here. There are less mirrors, because mirrors are expensive,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that were you know, presumably smashed during the attack. But Lone Shot Guy is there in the corner, and he's got some goons with him, but they're definitely new goons. They're not the goons he had before.
4: Your name really is Donna Van.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's what everybody calls me these days.
4: We've just been calling you Lone Shark Guy.
0: Um, accurate, if rude, but I like you, Cha Cha.
4: One of my friends had a vision he was killing you, so we came back. And I figured I should probably pay respects to your corpse if you were actually dead.
0: No, luckily I'm not dead. Um, I got really messed up though. But, uh, but luckily it. It worked out in the end. Um, For whatever reason, I mean, the thing was attacking me. It was, something came in, it attacked me, it was making all these crazy noises. It really messed me up, killed a bunch of my guys, really messed up this place. And then, then it just stopped. It, I don't understand, it looked in the mirror, made some sort of sound, and then it dropped me, smashed the mirror, and then left.
4: Hmm. Any lasting damage to you?
0: Ugh, some bruises. Yeah, no. I've got connections with the nano. They were able to heal up most of the obvious stuff, the worst stuff. They, they owed me a favor.
4: Was it Dr. Oz?
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's uh, Dr. Oz doesn't mess with people at this level. I mean, but uh, maybe back when she was first getting started. Yeah, Dr. Oz and I used to do stuff together, but not these days.
4: Does she owe you any favors?
0: Roll a die for me, tell me, if you get evens or odds. Even? It's pretty personal, Cha-Cha. Yeah, she might owe me a favor. I'd like to hold on to those, though, so, till I really need them.
4: Don't worry, it won't be back to kill you. It's not after you.
0: I assume so, since I was left alive. Because it could have killed me if it wanted to. I'm not. I'm not too proud to admit that.
4: Don't worry, I'm gonna kill it. I will murder it and rip its heart out.
0: Well, thank you, Cha-Cha. Uh, you got away with words that I appreciate. Hey, you got any other shows? I know we've been talking about kind of sad things, but we could really use some churn up here.
4: Of course. I'm going to have Chacha tell the story about how the hurrics were banging and Nyx did not notice.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you going to obviously do it with your Nick's character?
4: Yes. Because <laughs> I think that would be quite humorous to them.
0: Okay. So you're going to have two assets to this, which makes it a six for your performance roll. I
4: got a 20, because you know, why do I need to roll nice when it matters? Let's use it all on performance.
0: Yeah, so Lone Shark Guy fucking loves this. And in fact, other people are paying attention and you end up getting 10 shins and tips, which is huge for some place in Mordana.
4: Sweet. you have money to buy actual food instead of rando forest food.
0: In fact, even Karfa, who normally kind of, like, ignores, like, the Nick's humor, does chuckle a little bit at your performance.
4: Getting everybody to dunk on Nick's When did Travis <laughs> start to hate Nick? Why? <laughs> oh, no, I just find it amusing that, like, most of the stories on Nyx are just, like, remember that time it was, like, Nyx talked up? That one time. Out of the 20 times, Nyx did Aww. not. It's actually really sweet.
0: So with that, as Chacha's doing this performance and people are tipping her and there's all sorts of excitement and delight at the Queen's Pittoon, we cut back a little bit in time to Mama Jaren's to shortly after Chacha left.
1: Can I ask something real quick? Adek? Yeah, go ahead. Chacha going to check on the people isn't what is excluding her from this conversation. Chacha is like really just saying, like, no, I'm not doing this right now.
0: Yeah. Chacha wants to check on the people and she has like a conflict. She thinks she might have a conflict of interest. She's not sure.
1: So when we knew Chacha wasn't coming back to like tell us her decision, she has made her decision. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So mama Jaren says, so I tell ya, I've all made this decision. You want to know what the door is in order for me to answer that question for you. Like I said, it requires a change. In the nature of our relationship. It requires you to become, to some degree, associated with our order, not just as contractors. Okay. So to start with, our organization, as you know, there have been eight worlds before this. And I'll tell you a secret known only to us. There have actually been 10. What? What? These worlds all rose to great heights and fell in their time. And make no mistake, ours will someday as well. There are existential threats to humanoid kind. History has shown this, both written and pieced together from artifacts in era. We have two goals. One, to build the storehouse, the library, the armory, if you will for humanoid kind to survive what's coming. And our other purpose is to prepare the way if there is a potential way of escaping the doom that is inevitable. Not just for humans, but any humanoid. Even if those humanoids, by very nature of their species, would seek to eat us or prey upon us. Because all of them are part of the makeup of our clade. And we must preserve the clade in order to ensure that humanity rises again and humanoids rise again, whichever form takes precedence. So this involves the acquisition of items, the acquisition of knowledge, and the preparation for salvation and escape. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it involves us doing things that are not comfortable. Sometimes it involves us doing things that are not ideal for somebody right now, but it is all towards preparing for that final conflagration or chill or whatever it ends up being, so that there is a safe haven where our, all of our respective species can rise again. There's more obviously, but there's limits to what I can explain without you being a member of the Order. We've been with a condition of silence and we've been around a long time we're very careful. We can't afford to spend a lot of time in the open because honestly, people in power they don't like the notion of some independent entity caring for this. They'd rather have it for themselves. So sometimes we have to make difficult choices, but we don't do that unilaterally. We have a structure in place. That being said, I can tell you this should you choose to move forward and join our order as I hope that you will Understand that means that without explicit permission of the order, you cannot disclose your affiliation or even the order's existence to any third party.
1: Man, you really, Mama J, got to get your people to chill on the what is the word?" puzzle question thing, because that really was a big clue to us that there's something going on.
0: I think it's hilarious that you assumed that there would be only one answer to that.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I mean, like, why is it so important to preserve the species, I guess, is like...
3: It just doesn't feel very incentivizing. I don't know. Maybe that's horrible to say. I, w- I want these answers, and I w- I wouldn't mind, like, helping the world, I guess. Having greater purpose is great and all. And it sounds like there would be a lot of new Monero to discover, but it doesn't feel like freedom, I guess. But I I don't know. I guess that's your thing, actually.
0: I understand that. I mean, it's, it's not... Our order has specific goals in mind. That doesn't mean you can't do other things, but it does mean that order business comes first. And it also means that, and I'm deliberately here not trying to sugarcoat this or make it seem unnaturally rosy. I, I want you to understand that there are commitments associated with it. This will be assignments. There is some flexibility for refusing assignments. There is some Flexibility for working. But the other thing is that our survival depends on secrecy and adhering to the chain of command. You don't necessarily have to do every task that somebody sets aside for you, but you should not work at cross purposes of it. And most of all, you should not disclose it. We have spent centuries this way to provide the storehouses and the salvation plan for humanoid kind. And I understand what you're saying, Nix, about whether or not humanoid kind is worth saving. And I understand that might be something that conflicts with the order, because I know you have somewhat of a accepted concept of death and extinction. But our goal is to save what remains of this form as many times as we have to, because what's coming can't be averted.
1: Are we helping, like, the people who are going to be alive then survive? Or are we just, like, preserving genetic material? That's, like, what
0: I'm confused about. Hopefully both. It depends on what the nature of the final end is. Which is why I say we manage both a library of information as well as an armory.
3: I'm just... I don't know. Uh...
0: Let me put it this way. She takes a breath and she looks at the fire for a moment and the fire dims almost to embers and then lights begin to appear in the air around Mama Jaren. Dilia doesn't look that different from your illusions in some ways except this is something that it's not just an illusion, it's not just like I'm extending a concentration This it's almost like she's an instinctual artist with her mental paintbrush forming things in the air around you and in it She draws a black door on a field of black, and she says, someday, it may be soon, it may be 200 years from now, this door is going to open. There are things on the other side of this door. There are things on our side of the door. We can't trust either of them. But when that door opens, the end of our world, which we call the ninth though it is truly the 11th, has come. The door is not just doom, though. It's both exit and entrance, hope and despair, because there are things we can do to preserve everything we can on the side of the door, but there are also opportunities for expansion and brand new lives on the other side. But she looks at each of you closely. We dare not open it ourselves.
3: Cha-Cha thinks she's destined to open it, though.
0: I'm sure there are many telling her that. Maybe she's even capable of it. I don't know. If she's meant to open it, so be it. But we dare not do it on our own, because we have no way to know if we're ready. What would you like to do? I can say no more at this point.
2: I'm so fucking shaky. I keep writing things down wrong in my notebook. Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So Dilly is no longer shaking. In a quiet voice, he says... I had hoped that this would all blow over, that I would get out of Sharmond and start my life over again. I'm starting to think that that's not going to happen, that there's no going back to the way things were. I've been told recently that I have a good instinct for protecting, so I'll take her advice and follow that instinct. I'm in. Let's go. Let's rock it. Whatever. And then
0: he the trails off, mumbling. She beeps at you, and then she turns to and Natalia
1: just feel like you have
3: priorities still to trying to next like we need to
1: save your family. Yeah uh, I guess that was going to be one of my questions was like are we still going to save my parents or not Mama J?
0: I can help you regardless it depends on how you approach this there are scenarios where possibly your family could stay in Sharmont. There are also scenarios where your family might need to leave I can't control the queen I don't know what she's thinking Beyond what I've inferred, and if that's the case of the matter, like, like I can help you if things are going to stay, you know, relatively calm, and it's about returning to their home. If you're talking about relocating your family somewhere else safely, that's something the order can help you with. But it's not something I would be authorized to extend to that extent to a contractor, even if I am fond of you.
1: No, that's what I meant, Mama Jay. Like, if I join up, like, you're going to be able to help my parents. Are you still going to help them? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, then that's, I mean...
0: That's not a question, Nix. I mean, you know, you join the Order, we look after one another. Sometimes there are hard decisions to be made, but this is a case where we have a ratty, paranoid queen that's accusing good people of malfeasance for no good reason.
1: I really just think that maybe if Chacha heard this, she might change, like, her mind, too.
0: Maybe, but she made her choice. Remember... That you are not permitted to disclose this to her, what we've talked about. I remember Mama J. If Cha-Cha is going to make this decision, she needs to make it on her own.
1: Yeah, but like, she's pretty cool and all, and I don't want to just stop hanging out with Cha-Cha.
0: You don't have to stop hanging out with her. I mean, the, the issue is that you need to figure out how you're going to work with her. Because I, don't get me wrong, I would love Cha-Cha to join us, but I'm not going to force her to and I'm also not going to, for lack of a better word, approve any other kind of coercion.
1: Oh, that's legit. I just uh, just was thinking. Talia, what do you think? You want to do this or not? I mean, I want the answers.
3: I worry that Cha-Cha is going to think that she's supposed to open that door. I guess I'm still worried about my family, too. Is my grandmother actually a bad lady? Is that a line I'm ever going to have to cross?
0: I don't think I can answer that for you, honestly. Amaranth Stone has always been her own creature, but given the way she's raised you, I would assume that you have nothing to fear from her. Your mother, on the other hand, that might be a different story.
3: Not really in a hurry to see my mother anytime soon. Clearly wasn't very much of a priority for her, so...
0: Hmm. Probably not before, but there's a word about you on the street...
3: Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to be positive interest then.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, everybody's talking about the the handler that went rogue.
3: Huh. I wasn't even a handler, though. I was just a contractor.
0: Yeah, those kinds of details don't matter when it comes to whispers.
3: <sighs> well, we'll cross that particular bridge when we come to it. Yeah, I don't know. I still have my lines, though, and that's definitely one, and Nix is also one. I don't really know that there's going to be much that will change that, and that's just how I am. And
0: Lines are good. Like I said, we don't force anybody to do anything. There is some leeway towards refusing assignments so long as you
2: don't actively work against them.
3: Okay, well then if Nyx wants to do it, I'll totally do it.
1: Yeah, Natalia, if you like, want to do it, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> Dilly rolls his eyes behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, take a day.
0: Find somewhere to hold up. Of course, I don't have space here for all of y'all. Find a place to rest. You've done good work. Think about it. Come back to me tomorrow evening. Let me know what you're thinking. Dilly? Hi. Hey. You've already said. It's not like you signed your name in blood or anything like that. So if you change your mind, that's okay. But come back tomorrow evening. If everybody agrees, we'll handle induction then. If not, then we'll say our goodbyes and... Just reiterate the conditions of silence about what you've heard.
3: Yeah, we did sign a non-disclosure, so.
0: (laughs) So, take a day. It sounds like Italian makes time to decide, which honestly is totally understandable and okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, let's go to this Queen's Fatoon. We'll go there, yeah.
0: Just remember, don't disclose anything of what you've heard to Cha-Cha. It's up to Cha-Cha to make her own decisions about the information. Sure. When she hears it. Definitely. Okay. Well, enjoy. You've got quite a few shins in your pockets. Enjoy some scorps if you can. She kind of flicks her eyes at Nyx. Have a good night. You've done amazing work. I mean, I hope you understand. You should feel a sense of achievement. You went off to collect a missing caravan, missing items in a very dangerous situation because everywhere in the ninth world or eleventh world, she wakes is dangerous but you did it plus you helped another lost guardian achieve their goal and you did it in half the time of what we expected. You should feel proud of yourselves.
1: We are pretty ballin' Mama J.
0: So have a good night and uh, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow evening.
1: Yeah, good night. Have a good night. Come on, Jasky.
2: As we leave Dilly Cat's disguise on Natalia and Nicks. Also, can we say that we had an hour rest yes. during this whole thing? Yes.
4: I mean, you had like three hours.
2: I need some higher numbers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the rest of you all are heading to the Queen's
0: platoon. You get there. Similar to what I described for Alex, Carfa is there. The place has new tables. Most of the mirrors are gone. They clearly must have been smashed up pretty badly. So you can see Carfa in the corner and you can see Cha-Cha talking to Loncher Guy.
1: Yo, what's up, Cha-Cha?
0: <laughs> so Nyx looks like this weird nano right this other nano that came in yeah like one
2: of those hoity toity technophiles of the next <laughs> world
0: so Chacha you see this really like tall spiddly nano very clearly a nano because they're wearing like not like real nanos but like like stage nanos <laughs> the ones who really, really like play up, <laughs> play up their abilities to the max she's got like the black cape with the red silk inner lining Like, full-on Dracula style.
1: Six monocles of various sizes.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, steampunk Dracula.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Steampunk Dracula. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think Jasha's just going to give the the Nano a blank stare, just like, and you are? And she's going to, like, subtly reach for the laser gun. Jasha, oh my god.
0: Dilly's disguises also encompass sound, so he's probably also changing your uh, voice whether or not he's consciously
2: aware he's doing it or not. Does it Does it do that? That's amazing.
3: You know, esoteric's
2: a uh, wink-wink. I think Dilly would have been confident enough to at least, like, trail behind Nyx as she went up, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Did Dilly disguise himself? Because you initially just said, Italia and Nyx, you were disguising.
2: Disguised everyone, yeah. I spent the IP for it.
0: Okay. So you still look like a Sidra and Aces.
2: Uh, yeah, a little bit
4: oh so dilly's using the same disguise he used in the city i think so, When we yeah. came into city yeah i think if dilly comes up and ChaCha can see him around the disguised nix she'll realize that i don't think she's that dumb Mm-mm. i think she'll realize who they are and she'll put two to do and two together
2: no i think she would realize it hello ChaCha. long time no see
4: <laughs> every time i see you like that it's so ugly
2: Lone Shark Guy looks at each other like,
0: do you know these people? Are they bothering you?
4: Uh, these are new recruits to my performing group. See?
0: Oh, you're lying to Lone no. Shark Guy. Okay. Give me a deception roll of 12.
4: I mean, I feel like she would, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide if I want to put effort into it. Was Cirque du Soleil a fly here?
2: No. <laughs> Can Dilly help? Like, can the disguises be so convincing that, like, yeah, these seem like a couple schlubs that Chacha would get to work for her? No, not in this case.
4: And this would be intellect? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna use one level of intellect.
0: Okay, so that brings it down to a nine.
4: So if it's two edge, so that means it costs two?
0: It costs one point, then.
4: Okay. Sorry. I'm trying to math, and I'm tired. I got a nine. Thank you, Jessa.
0: Okay. So, Lone Shirt Guy buys it. He's fine.
4: I think internally Chacha is not fine with lying to him, but...
0: At this point, I would like to offer Dilly an XP. Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, all right. I'll take it. Okay. will you give the other XP too? i give it to Chacha.
4: Thank you. Okay.
0: Dilly, what happens next is like a blur. Your illusion stays perfectly fine, but to everybody else's view... You see this weird hybrid of a sidra and Aces step forward, fling a table out of the way, step up to Lone Shark Guy, and somehow, which doesn't make sense to you, lift Lone Shark Guy in the air by the throat. And you hear Dilly make this chittering sound. And then he says something you're not quite sure, you've never heard this name, the full name before. You hear... Adila Brim from Dilly's Mouth. And that's where we'll end this episode. Ooh, that's a nice ending. Fuck. Oops. Sorry, guys. My bad.
4: <sighs> I mean, it had to happen at
3: some
0: point. So, Marietta, something about this episode for Italia or for another character. It's fine.
3: I liked that we found out about the door a little bit. I do hope that Chasha eventually has plot reasons to come with us. But that's fun that, like, we've been trying to figure that out for a long time, and it's, like, feels like a pretty big milestone, you know? So it feels good to reach that point. It's like we've really sort of started to come full circle. So I'm interested to see what we learn and decisions are made and what comes of, uh, you know, the next session, which I'm sure won't involve any combat whatsoever.
0: Nah. Of course not. No
3: combat. Dana doesn't do combat in his campaigns.
0: There's absolutely no peril. Mm-hmm. mm Yeah, so I think that's it. Okay, cool. We have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. And that is where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
4: Going with the spooky season, I would give the listeners an XP to check out Fatal Frame. It is a Japanese horror game where the only weapon you have is a camera. And Mm. some of the rituals in it are based on, you know, deep, taboo, ultra-rare occult rituals. And it's just kind of like, if you go with the first game, they used the PS2's graphics, like the limitations to their advantage. It's all got a grain filter over it. And you're basically going to this haunted mansion to find your brother. Mm. The second one is your two identical twins and you get lost in the forest. And the third one, they bring it all together. It's just like this really amazing, dark game that's all about bringing in the, you know, atmosphere and really building the aspect of horror There are some jump scares, but it's mainly just focusing on the noise and the atmosphere to just give you the spooks using your camera.
0: Oh, so if we play in the dark, will we shriek?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's, like, wonderfully Japanese in the sense that they explain the origin of the big bad, and you feel bad for the big bad, and you're like, actually... You are totally justified in what you're doing. Good on you. Mm. You go, girl.
0: Right. Okay, cool. And you said there's three games in the Fatal Frame series?
4: So there's like four or five, actually. Okay. The fourth one never released in the US, and I think it's for the Wii. And then there's like a fifth one for the Wii U. Okay. First two you can get on PS2. Second one I know you can get on Xbox. Third one is PS4. Uh, no, PS, PS2 as well. I'm having trouble remembering generations. Google knows.
0: Okay, very cool. Sounds like a fun, spoopy game.
4: Tis the season.
0: <gasps> if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about the podcast or about the Fatal Frame series, how would they do that, Marietta?
3: Well, the best place to start is our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, And there's links to all of our social medias where you can feel free to reach out to us. We are on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. We are on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then if you really want to hang out with us, the best way to do that to talk to us about whatever you're feeling be to come to our Discord channel, which there are links to that in our on our website and in our social media. And if you are looking to support us concretely and help us reach some of our stretch goals, such as eventually maybe possibly doing an invisible sun campaign. You can go to our Patreon, which is Explorers Wanted. And um, there are a few different tiers there. And that would be really great if you can afford to financially support us. We would love that. But really, come to our Discord. Become part of our community. We want to interact with you. Yeah. Be our friends, please.
0: Awesome. Yes, please do come to the Discord. We we love meeting all of you and, and chatting with you. Honestly, if you like the podcast, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you liked us and why they should listen to us. The second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser. Those are places where those five-star written reviews, especially if you're specific about what you like, make a huge difference in listeners trying us out and helping us build an audience. So... Anything you could do there, I mean, it only takes a few minutes, and it just makes such a huge difference for people when they're looking through new podcasts to try out, like, do I want to give this one a shot or not? So that's a big deal. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, don't bother with the review. But I would like to remind you that the book is empty until you open it. The words are just ink before you read them. Yet in your head, they live. Isn't that wild? And even now, while we sit here recording this in late September, the sound of our voices is being encoded into digital recordings that can be passed from machine to machine for your phone or computer to translate back into sound. And those sounds might as well just be ululating melodies until your brain translates them. But then once it does, it becomes something different. And now we're in your head, alive and vibrant. It's a nice place you've got here. I think we'll stay. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
1: You can find me on Twitter at
4: Stace Windu.
2: Relating such a fun word. Tell me your favorite word at Slam Potato.
4: You can tell me your favorite horror game at Realty Unicorn. You can tell me
3: what sappy anime to watch now that season two of Fruits Basket is over at I'm on Hike.
0: Okay, that's it for us. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And bye!
1: Bye.
2: so sweaty right now Swing Things. 11th world holy shit
1: this story I can't tell Oh, you can text it to me
2: does it also involve a bucket
1: <laughs> it's not about a shit bucket
3: <laughs> oh man Damn.
0: by the way my wife's friends did refer to me as shit bucket <laughs> when she first started dating me because of that
2: story
3: but now we know that you tell people this story at least semi-frequently.
2: <laughs> it's a good story. It's a good story. Why wouldn't it? It was
3: beautiful. It, like it should have been recorded. It would have been one of those re- great recorded stories
0: That's a Patreon tier. It's already been recorded and broadcasted once as part of another podcast.
3: <laughs> that could be like a side piece for Patreon. um uh Bedtime stories. We're not doing
1: side pieces for Patreon. That's I mean, our only As fans. like a
3: goal. <laughs>
4: Come on.
0: Yeah, that is that is against our bylaws of ethical behavior. Bedtime
4: stories? Side pieces. No, having someone be a side piece. alright yeah.
2: oh. <laughs> you <laughs> All right, y'all can leave now. I think
3: we're done. That's it. That's the whole show. It was great to have you guys. We really appreciate you listening. See you next week.
2: Anyway, Italia got sent to the Dead Marshes.